Bermuda, Bahama, come on pretty mama. <laughs> Hi, remember me? Welcome back. Welcome back to Hold Up, Let Me Explain. It's me, your host, Nicole. And you already know, if you follow me on Instagram, if you follow me on Facebook, you would have seen that last week I was in Aruba. It's the reason why I missed last week's episode, and I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Trust me. I tried everything I can to post an episode ahead of time just so that I can, just so that I wouldn't miss an episode, but unfortunately, the to-do list just kept getting bigger and bigger before the departure date, and I just had to skip a week. And although I only skipped one week, it felt like forever. I couldn't wait to get back on the mic and tell you everything that happened on the trip, and let me just tell you really quick, it was amazing amazing. Whenever someone says, I need a vacation, what I really think they mean is, I need to go to Aruba. I think that's what I'm literally, that's what I know now. After going on this trip, I now realize that when people say I need a vacation, that's the kind of experience they need to have. And I am going to get all into it. I'm going to talk about the drinking, the food, the pictures, the, the, the rainbows and butterflies, the everything, the flamingos, the blue waters, the tequila, the hookah. I got slapped in the face with a fucking suitcase. Yes, I'm talking all about it. So before I do, though, just wanted to quickly point out that for those who are listening, I love you. Thank you for tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to rate five stars, please. And if you don't follow me on Instagram, go so right now at Nicole Asev. Um, I'm the only Nicole Asev on Instagram. Clearly, it's my user handle. Um, but come find me. Come follow me. Look at my stories. I'm kind of funny. My pictures are great. And yeah, let's get into it. Now, I don't want to get like, I don't want to start the story off on a negative note, but I do want to start from the beginning. And the beginning of this story is our journey to Aruba. And let me tell you, it was a long one, okay? It was trials and turbulations, and it was out of control, okay? So, a lot of people were asking me what were the COVID restrictions as far as like traveling internationally, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to tell you. So the reason why we chose Aruba, well, actually, let me rewind a little bit. So this whole trip was decided for my boyfriend's 30th birthday. He's turning 30. He wanted to go somewhere fun. He didn't see himself celebrating it here in America. I'm constantly going online, looking up countries that are open for U.S. travel, like American tourism. And on the website, it gave us a list of countries that were open. Now, we were in between Mexico, Dominican Republic, and Aruba. And we've always loved Aruba. We've only been one time through a cruise. It was our layover. But we only experienced it for six hours. But let me tell you, those six hours was enough to want us coming back. And so we did. So we booked our trip through Expedia. We did an all-inclusive resort with the Holiday Inn. Amazing resort. And everything was included. Flight, hotel, everything. I did the research. Went on, like, the U.S. Embassy website looked up the regulations for Aruba, the thing, you know, what they required for us to enter. All that was pretty much posted was that we needed to do a PCR test um, and the results had to be negative and had to be, um, I think, like, like our COVID negative results needed to be within 72 hours of our departure date. Like it had to be that recent within 72 hours. So right off the rip, we were a little bit stressed because we were under the impression when doing our research that if you were to do the PCR test, it would take up to five to seven business days to receive the results. So we really tried to time it properly so that we had our results on time and within the 72 hours of our arrival to Aruba. So when we went to our primary doctor to get the test done, it wasn't until the next day that we got on our portal our results when we still had another six days left before we would leave. So we had to take our test again on a Monday, just praying that we would get the results before Thursday, which was when we were leaving. And luckily we got it the following day. So our results were on a Tuesday. We were leaving on a Thursday. So it was like pretty much perfect timing. So come the day of, right? So 
We're ready to go. My mom was dropping me and my boyfriend off at the airport. We were kind of pressed for time. We always give ourselves two hours before our boarding time to arrive to the airport. Uh, but because we had to do a little bit of errands, like we had to stop at the bank. I needed my Starbucks. We needed to get gas. You know, there were a few little things we needed to get done before heading to the airport that by the time we arrived, we were still within the time frame. We had about an hour and a half. So we weren't necessarily running late, but we were like, okay, we need to make sure we get inside this airport and start getting this process going. We say our goodbyes, we enter. Now, I've traveled a lot. So has my boyfriend. I've done more international traveling. So as far as me being the person to pack for trips, I actually pack light, which is kind of surprising when people get to know me, they kind of think that I'm the type of traveler that come with five suitcase, but I have traveled so much that if I can carry everything I need on a carry-on, that is the route I am taking. It is very rare when I actually check in a suitcase, very rare. Um, so I had a backpack and a carry-on. My boyfriend, on the other hand, had a big suitcase. Now for him, it's more understandable. He's 6'2", size 13 sneakers. Like his shoes are huge. Like he wanted to pack like four pairs of Jordans, which is funny because he didn't even wear any of them. Um, so he requires a bigger suitcase. So getting to the airport, we needed to check in a bag. Because we were international, we couldn't just check in through the kiosk and put our suitcase through the drop off. We had to make the line. And when I tell you, when we entered the terminal and saw the line to American Airlines, we were like, holy shit, that line snaked all like five rows of the rope into like the practically like the main walkway of the lobby in the terminal. It was so aggressive. And we saw that and we're like, why do we feel like we should have been here three hours ago? But I was just trying to keep us calm. I was like, you know what? No big deal. It's probably just like the social distancing, everyone has suitcases, you know, these, you know, like th there's, that's probably why it just seems so overwhelming, but let's, you know, we have to make the line. We have no choice. So we're making the line. We're not trying to pay attention too much on the time, but when I tell you the people in the desks, like up in the front were so slow, we were like, <sighs> obviously this is on us for not giving ourselves more than enough time, but you would think that the line would move just a little bit faster based on the anticipation that our flight was fucking leaving at this point in an hour and we were nowhere near the front of the line. But you know what? It was fine. We were just like, let's just get through it. We're going to be good. We're going to Aruba. We're excited. Let's not let this determine the rest of the day. So we're making the line and we finally get to the front of it and we're looking at the time and we're like, okay, normally for international travel, you have to check in 40 minutes yeah, they allow you 40 minutes before they board for you to check in. If you're not checked in before those 40 minutes, you have automatically missed your flight. So we were kind of like, okay, shit. Like, as long as we check in 40 minutes before, after this, we can just make a run for it, you know? We get to the front of the line. We get to the desk area. I don't know, the, the, the concierge, whatever. And we're finally, we're getting everything ready. We take our passports. We take the credit card information. The lady goes, okay, I need your passport, PCR test, ED card. I'm sorry, what? Your ED card. It's your, and she said, it's the, it's the approval. It's the card that Aruba approves you to enter the island. You have to upload your PCR test. You have to prove that it's negative, And that's the only way we'll let you check in is if you have your ED card. And Arnaldo just like looks at me. Arnaldo's the name of my boyfriend. He looks at me and he's like, babe, what is she talking about? And the reason why he looked at me is because I did the research. I was the one that told him the options of countries. It was my responsibility to, you know, do the research, make sure we were set, prepared. Because normally I'm the, you know, that's the role that I take when planning trips, typically. Um, and I knew about the ED card. But the way that I understood it on the website was something that you purchase at the airport. Hear me out. Me and Arnaldo, we've been to Cuba. Okay, now to go to Cuba at the time, you required a visa. And the visa is about $50 and you pay for it at the airport. This is something that I knew. 
Same thing with Dominican Republic. When you go to Dominican Republic, you have to carry cash on you because at some point when you're going through the terminal in the airport, you're required to pay for a like a visa insurance card. It's like $20 every time you go to Dominican Republic. But that's something that you pay for at the airport. So when I did my research and I saw that you were required to pay for this ED card that was like $30, you do it at the airport, I figured we just pay for it at the airport. No ma'am, no sir, no sweetie, no honey baby, no. You had to do it ahead of time, apparently 72 hours before your departure date because you needed to wait until Aruba to approve you and you had to upload your PCR test results on that website in order to get the scan code that they scan to check you in. We had 10 minutes before we were supposed to board that, before we were supposed to check in. When I tell you adrenaline, anxiousness, not in my stomach, oh my God, I fucked up, was sinking in. I was like, oh, oh my God, fuck, freaking the fuck out. So the lady just was like, okay, well, here, scan this, step aside. I need to check in more people. You got a long ass line behind you. Figure that out. Come see me when you're finished. So here me and Arnaldo are fucking luggaging our suitcases on the side. And let me tell you, that airport was packed, okay? It wasn't just American Airlines check-in section. The whole airport was crazy. Keep in mind, our flight, like, we had arrived at, like, 7.30 in the morning. And I've done my fair share of traveling, trust. And I have never seen the airport the way that it was. I would have never assumed it to be that packed and busy post-COVID. So either everyone's stimulus checks hit hard, refund checks, refund checks hit hard that like this season, clearly because that airport was a tsunami of people. Okay. Like Jesus. Anyway, so we step aside and we're doing it. And the thing is this form, like this thing we had to fill out, it was like address, name, um, date of birth, suffix, your last pet's name, where were you born? Did you have do you have all your vaccines? PCR test, credit card information, security code. Like the process on just getting the code and the thing was, I wasn't sure if we were needed to wait for an approval and that what was stressing me out the most. But thankfully, after filling out the application, filling out the form, putting in our credit card information to pay for the ED card, we were able to get the confirmation and get the exact scan code that was required. So luckily it worked out and we were able to check in right on time. And bless her heart, thank the Lord, the lady let us skip the line again so that we can actually check in. Because at one point she was like, yeah, well, I need to keep moving. She was like, I need to keep the line moving and you'll have to go in the back of the line. And let me tell you that back of the line was all the way to fucking, I don't know, like the other side of Orlando. Like that shit was so long. And I'm like, yeah, that's not an option. So, but it doesn't matter. We were able to work it out. We checked in. Arnaldo checked in his bag. All we had left was our book bags, my little carry-on, and we were ready to go. So after we did that, we were like, we need to make a run for it. Like, we have to get out of here. We need to get to our gate. So we're going to TSA, and we see it, right? It doesn't seem that crazy. We approach the line to start making it, and the security guard is like, no, the line starts over there. This fucking line was so long. Oh my God. Okay. If you are familiar with Orlando International Airport, it's not, it's not a huge airport. Okay. Like I think the Chicago airport is bigger. The Miami International Airport is bigger uh, the Atlanta, like the, I think the airport in Atlanta, like in Georgia, I think is way bigger. Orlando International Airport is not that big. There's only two terminals. Um, the way that they have it spread out as far as like the gates, they're not as spread out. Um, but between terminal A and terminal B is a pretty long walk. Okay. The line to get to TSA through terminal B was so long it stretched down all the way to terminal A, bitch. When I tell you, I must have passed 
five fucking restrooms to get to what was the back of the line should already tell you how far down of a walk it was on where the back of this line was to get through TSA through Terminal B. And when me and Arnaldo were going down, walking down the line, we were looking at each other like, there's no way we're making it. Like, there's no way we're making it. Like, this line is insane. Like, there's just, there's no fucking way. We go down this damn line. By the time we get to the back of the line, and we're already practically at Terminal A, by the grace of heaven, the Lord was like, let me send in a security guard. Security guard came in and was like, hey, guys, we're starting a new line on Terminal A, so just follow me. Whoop. Bro, we made we made a run for it. We were like, yep, we're following you. So thank God we were able to just kind of get onto this new line on Terminal A because that just allowed us to practically skip the line and get right into TSA. And it's just crazy how everything is supposed to happen for a reason because had we not had that ED card at the time that we were supposed to have it, because of that little six-minute delay of us filling out that application, I don't think we would have been able to start the new line at Terminal A by the time we had made it to the back of the line. So it's kind of interesting how little things were supposed to happen the way it did just so that we could kind of still get to our gate on time. So like, that was a cool lesson to learn at that moment. Like, oh, everything does happen for a reason. You know, you know what I'm saying? That's just me looking in the light of everything. So we start the new line on Terminal A. We go through TSA. Great. We're loving it. Line is moving fast. Still pretty busy, but we're just, adrenaline is going. We're just trying to stay focused. I'm trying not to obsess over the time, but time is fucking ticking. We get on the little tram or the, tra uh, the train, get to our gate, get off the train, make a run to our gate. We finally arrive. They've called in people with wheelchairs. We've made it. Yes. We're fucking excited. Oh. Our flight got delayed. 10 minutes. No big deal. Another 10 minutes. And then another 10 minutes. And now our flight is delayed a whole fucking hour. And no one can explain why our flight got delayed. <sighs> Guys, it was one of those things where it's like, so you mean to tell me I went through all that fucking drama 15 minutes ago, 30 minutes ago, only to realize that my flight now is delayed for a whole hour? The people that they boarded on the plane, they had to execute them out because the plane wasn't going anywhere. And they couldn't explain to us why the flight kept getting delayed. And all the flights around us were going, but our flight apparently was not. So it was starting to get a little frustrating because we had a connecting flight. We were leaving Orlando to Miami, Miami to Aruba. And our layover in Miami was only about an hour and 40 minutes. And although the flight to Miami would take an hour, you still have to allow 30 minutes of boarding and maybe 15 minutes for the plane to get to the runway. So technically, after that hour of being delayed, even though like the time frame still felt like we could have made it on time, realistically, we weren't because of how many times it was getting delayed. And it was frustrating because, you know, it's his birthday week. We're ready to go. Or, you know, we went through all this drama to get here. And now it seems like we're going to miss our flight. American Airlines make an announcement saying that if you were to go, like if you had a connecting flight in Miami that was leaving to Cancun, Miami, Montego Bay, Aruba, um, like two other Caribbean islands, then at that point you've already missed your flight. Like that's pretty much what they were anticipating. They were like, listen, because we're not leaving right the second. If you have connecting flights that are leaving to those islands, like you've missed your flight. Sorry. So the option was you could either rebook for tomorrow change your flight for tomorrow and just come back to the Mar to orlando airport the next day or you can still go to miami and just kind of figure it out when you get there now because me and arnaldo had already went through all that drama we were like no let's just get to miami and we'll figure it out from there because who is to say that our connecting flight to aruba would have the same issues like they would be delayed a few hours the same way that we were here in orlando so we ended up writing it out. We get on the plane finally. We fly out to Miami. We arrive. We find out that our flight indeed got delayed, the one from Miami to Aruba. So when we finally landed, we were like, oh, my God, hopefully, hopefully, you know, they're still there. They're still, like, waiting, right? So we get out of the gate, and we make a run for our gate. 
Miami International Airport is fucking massive, okay? Like, we were, I think, at gate, like, four, and the gate we needed to go to was, like, 36, and it doesn't seem like that many numbers, but, bitch, like, five minutes of running, okay? Just imagine, imagine running for five minutes, okay? If you feel like that's nothing, good for you, but if you don't run like that, running for five minutes is a long time. Five minutes of running, we were only at fucking gate 20. Anyway, all that running, getting to gate 36, only to find out that the flight was delayed, but only by 15 minutes. But it had already been gone. It had been gone for already the past 35 minutes. So we've already missed it long ago. So we're like, fucking great. Pissed. Pissed. And I'm already ready. I'm ready to be a fucking Karen. I know it's not American Airlines fault. I mean, yeah, it is. It is their fucking fault. But, you know, there's a lot of factors that need to be considered. I've now lost a day of my vacation. I don't know if my hotel is going to allow me to now check in or if they're going to mark me as a no-show to my reservation. And yeah, I lost a fucking day of my vacation that I paid a lot of money for. What the fuck? So we get to American Airlines. They agree to pay for our hotel pay for our next or like the difference of our flight for the following day and they extended our flight an additional day so instead of our returning flight being on a Tuesday it would now be on a Wednesday so it just seemed like our vacation was just moved over a day not too bad call up Holiday Inn explain to them the situation no issues they they moved our check-in for the following day and moved our checkout for the next day so it just seemed like our entire vacation was just moved on a you know, a different day. It was able to work out fine. We're good to go. Things started to feel a little bit better. I'm actually leaving something out. (laughs) I got so caught up with our journey that I forgot to mention, but wait, let me finish first. So after we get that all situated and we go back to our backpacks, I'm just making sure we have everything. Got my passport, got the boarding passes, we got everything we need. Okay, cool. We have our tickets for tomorrow. Where's my PCR test? I can't find my PCR test. And very quickly, for those who don't know what a PCR test is, it's pretty much the COVID test. It's the specific COVID test that is required to travel internationally. That test that proves that I'm negative COVID went fucking missing. And I'm like, hold on a second. This is this is just as important as my passport. Like, I can't go anywhere unless I have this fucking piece of paper. I'm freaking out. I look at my boyfriend and I'm like, babe, I lost my PCR test. And he's just like, one thing after the other. What the fuck? Are you serious? And I'm like, yeah, I can't fucking find it. We're looking in his gym bag. We're looking in my backpack. I'm looking in my pockets, his pockets, wallet, passport, everywhere under the fucking... Like, yo, I was looking everywhere for this fucking PCR test. And I could not find it and I was literally on the verge of tears and then it was just like all right you know what can't fucking find it we need to find we need to find an alternative so I call the doctor's office call the doctor's office and I'm like listen I'm at the airport I can't find my PCR test is it possible for you to email it to me oh because of HIPAA violations we can't email you your your test results um what what do you mean you can't email me my call I've been tested for COVID before and I've always received my results via email, via portal, via fucking login, text message, what have you. What the fuck is the difference? I need my PCR test. These are my results. These are my medical records. And apparently, according to her, it was a HIPAA violation because if somebody were to break into her email and have access to my my um my results, then like she could get in trouble or the office could get in trouble. Like it was just something that wasn't allowed. And it just didn't make any sense. Like, I I could make sense of it, but how is it that my boyfriend got the same PCR test granted by a different primary doctor, but got his results via email and was able to print it out just fine? So the only way they would, they would allow to give me my results was if they were to fax it to me or if I had someone pick up my results at the office before five o'clock at this time it's already 4 15 and then that person who would pick up my results will then have to fax it to me some other way 
so much drama and I was freaking out. I called my mom. She apparently couldn't get to the doctor's office on time. I'm like having a fight with myself, my boyfriend. He's not trying to take his anger out on me, but he's just like, babe, like we need to figure this out. Like, you know, we have right now, but you know, we're leaving tomorrow morning. Like we need to figure this out right this now. Like, what are we going to do? Luckily, one of my homegirls, I'm not going to say her name. She works at the office that I fucking go see my doctor at and she's a medical assistant and she was able to work something out for me where she was able to email me my PCR test. Thank the Lord PDF file. Thank the Lord. Thank you internet. Thank you homegirl. Love you. Shout out to you. I'm going to keep your identity private but thank you. Love you. You know who you are and I was able to get my PCR test and that was that. So from there it was just one of those things where we were like I'm just like ready to get a fucking drink like we were finally in Miami we went through all this drama finally got the PCR test went to the hotel checked in got a badass room I was like because the thing is like I'm not the type of person to be sappy to everyone I meet but when we were checking in at the hotel and the lady saw that we had a voucher from American Airlines that was paying for our stay she was kind of like asking us like oh like what happened? Your flight got delayed. Like, what was the drama? Whatever. And we kind of told her like a brief story. And she was like, oh my God, that's so bad. And I was like, yeah, girl, we, we really went through the ringer. And she's like, don't worry, I got you. She gave us like top floor sky view. Let me tell you, that shower looked like something from a porno. Like room was badass. I love Miami. What is up? And that was it. We had some vouchers, we got some drinks at the hotel bar, went to South Beach, went to Coconut Grove, had some dinner, had some pie, got lit. It was great, but not too lit because we wanted to make sure we were making on time to our flight the following day. And it was smooth sailing after that. The following day we checked in, we got to the airport, we um, got on the airplane, flight was on time go on for takeoff, land, we're set, right? <laughs> we get to Aruba. Now in Aruba, they, when we landed, we had to go through a few, like a few, like we had to go through a few obstacles. We had to go through immigration, go through like customs, show the, us their, our, like our passport, get the stamps. And you know, we had to do all of that, right? Okay, cute. So we get to the point where we have to show our PCR test, our boarding passes, our passport, and the ED card. Also, all of the information we had to show when we checked in in Orlando, we had to check now officially, like getting through Aruba Customs to finally make it like to the outside world of it. So we're making the line and I have everything ready and Arnaldo's phone dies. And he's like, babe, my phone died. And I'm like, okay. And he's like, yeah, but my ED card is on my phone. So I can't show it because my phone died. And I'm like, okay. And I have a, and I had a portable charger with me. So I'm like, all right, babe, take out your wire. Like, let's charge it. I have this already. He goes, no, I, my charger is in my suitcase. Because I guess he didn't think that we were going to go through all the issues we went through. So he packed up his charger and was running on the battery he only had on his phone from the, from the previous day. So I'm like, okay, what the fuck? So here we are. So, okay, so I have an iPhone and he has like a Samsung Galaxy blah, 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 which the charger for that is like very, it's different. It's not like a regular Android charger. It's like a different kind of charger, but it's very specific. So here we are in line talking to random people, asking them if they happen to have a fucking Samsung Galaxy charger just so that he could charge his phone to get the ED card. And no one has the phone. Everyone's freaking out. Well, we're freaking out once again. And we make it to the back of the line. We make it to the front of the line. And the lady's like, ED card, da 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 And we show her everything. And I show her my ED card through my phone. And I just tell her, like, you know, his phone died, but he has it. That's you. Like, we made it this far, right? Like, obviously. So she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's looking at her PCR test. And she goes, oh, this isn't within 72 hours. And we're like, uh, what? She's like, this isn't in, within 72 hours. You got tested on Tuesday. It's Friday. That's Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. That's, that's past 72 hours. So me and Arnaldo look at each other. And we're like, 
yeah, listen, we're not turning around. Like, <laughs> we already went through a ton of shit to get here. Like, no, our flight got delayed. We were like, our flight got delayed. I lost my PCR test. Fuck no. This is not our fault. Let me let me see your manager. Like, no, let me stop. We didn't, like, get that crazy right away. But we were like, no. Like, we, like, uh, the reason why it's not within 72 hours, technically it was because we were supposed to be here yesterday. But we're in the clear. Like, we don't fucking have it. Stick a fucking Q-tip up my nose right now if you want to. Like, I don't have COVID, you know? Like, we're good to go. It's not our fault that our flight got delayed. We did what we were supposed to do. That's the airline's fault. So then she was like, okay, well, I need to see proof of your boarding pass and proof of delay and da-da-da-da. Thank goodness Arnaldo had all of that in his gym bag because that's how we were only able to approve, like, to prove it. And she was just like, okay, you're good then. You can go through. <sighs> so we got everything. Get the little cards go through customs, get the stamps, get the suitcase, which that was another issue in itself because after all the de all the delays, for a moment, we thought that Arnaldo's suitcase got lost, but luckily we got it. We were good to go. We get, you know, we get out of the airport, finally breathe in that Caribbean air, get in a taxi, get to the hotel, make the line, we check in, we're ready for our all-inclusive. She asks for everything, PCR, ED card, <laughs> fucking passport, confirmation code. And remember how I told you at the airport they gave us two cards? Well, one card we needed to give to the person as we were exiting the airport. And then the second card we had to give to our hotel. We didn't know that that second card we needed to give to our hotel check-in. I still had mine. Arnaldo lost his. Guys, when I tell you it was one thing after the other on this fucking journey, it was like, bro, what the fuck? We get to the check-in line and she's like, where's your card? And Arnaldo's looking at me like, I fucking lost it. And the thing is, it got to a point where I'm not going to lie. It was getting very annoying because it's like, we have done everything we possibly can to get here. And if we've made it this far, wouldn't you think we're in the clear? You know what I'm saying? Like, Leaving Orlando, leaving Miami, entering Aruba, getting over here, doing the PCR test, getting the ED card, like just getting everything that needed to get done and get like we've made it this far. Wouldn't you think we'd be good? But no, she still requested for it and she had to get a manager and take a look at our stuff. And then they were just like, OK, you're fine. They put the little wristbands, they give us our card, they gave us our coupons, they gave us our maps, our, our times for dinner, lunch, breakfast buffet, comedy shows, da 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 And now we were officially checked in, ready for our vacation. Guys, and that is how we just finally were able to get to our room, drop our suitcases, we looked at each other and we were just like, yeah, we're getting drunk. <laughs> we're getting fucked up tonight. <laughs> like that was the vibe right away. Guys, I'm leaving one point out. I got so caught up with the journey that I forgot to tell you one bit of information. When we were on the flight, like on the plane from Orlando to Miami, when we finally had landed, because we wanted to make sure that we would make it on time to our connecting flight, still in our heads thinking that there might have been a chance that we could still make it. Arnaldo was like, babe, like as soon as this plane lands, like try to get on the aisle so that we can just kind of get a move on. Now, listen, I've done my fair share of traveling. Nothing, and I mean nothing, annoys me more than a person trying to squeeze their way into the fucking middle aisle on an airplane when the plane has not even like landed you know what I'm saying like you know the ones that are like already trying to squeeze their way through and it's just like where are you going there's nowhere to go they haven't even opened the cabin like calm the fuck down you know I hate those people I hate it hate it hate it however me like Arnaldo's seat was on the aisle um he had the aisle seat and you know he's very tall and we did have things up on the top cabin so he was like babe just hop over me so that when I get up you're automatically in front of me and we could just make a run for it so I'm like, all right, but like, we'll do that. Plane lands, everybody's starting to get up. I hop over his legs. I stand up and we get the suitcase. I put it in front of me. Everyone's trying to do their thing with the limited space they have. And there was a lady in front of me 
Um, she had a really nice ass. It was super big, cute. Got my little carry on. When I lifted up the handle, I accidentally grazed her ass in front of me as I was lifting up the handle of my carry on. And I was so embarrassed. I was like, oh my God. And like, I kind of like lightly touched her back. Like, I am so sorry. I am so sorry. And she kind of like giggled. She was like, oh, it's okay, girl. You're good. You're good. Like, you know, she was just kind of like laughing at it. Right. So I was just like, oh, thank God she's cool with it. Whatever. I kind of sit down like on an armrest of one of the chairs that were like on the aisle seats. And all of a sudden, I feel a smack on my fucking face. The lady in front of me, I guess, was taking out a suitcase on the top cabin or like on the top head. And as she was taking it out, she, I guess, didn't realize how heavy it was. I don't fucking know, but it just knocked me in the face. And my reaction was just, oh, obviously my fucking reaction was ow. But it was just like, she just hit me super hard. Like, boom. Like, you fucking heard it. And I heard somebody, like, gasp. So clearly somebody fucking witnessed it. Arnaldo, he didn't see it. But he kind of saw my reaction and the lady's reaction. Because then he, like, looked at me and looked at her. And she was like, oh, my God, I am so sorry. And, like, all I just said was ow. And she was like are you okay? Like you could tell she was like genuinely concerned, but I was pissed at so many things, you know, the delayed flights, the back and forths, the running, the shitty morning, like just trying to make it to our flight on time, just so much shit going on. And then to get smacked in the face or just smacked in the head with a fucking heavy ass carry on because that shit was heavy. It wasn't a purse. It wasn't a bag. It wasn't a soft, you know, carry on like little luggage. No, bitch. That shit had wheels on it. And I'm pretty sure it left a fucking imprint in between my damn eyebrows. Okay, like that shit hit me hard in the head. And she was like, are you okay?" And I was like, yeah, I'm fine. It just hurt. Like my reaction, like I had an attitude. And I guess because I had an attitude, she got an attitude. And she was like, well, I didn't see you. And I looked at her and I'm like, you didn't see me. I literally just touched you. And she's like, well, I didn't feel you. And I was like, okay, okay, cool. Like at this point, like, wh like what are we going to do? We're going to fight it out in this little ass cabin. I'm trying to make my flight, you know, whatever. So just, yeah. And then just like go from that to running across the fucking country to the other side of the damn airport to realize that you've missed your flight 35 minutes ago to go to rebooking to realize that now I have to delay my whole entire trip another day and then I lost my PCR test and then I'm trying to talk to the fucking office the doctor's office to get them emailed it to me and then they're giving me issues and then my mom can't make it and then my man is getting upset and then we're both getting upset and then like bro by the time I got to the damn car like to the cab on our way to the air to the a hotel I cracked I started crying I like gave up I was like I just want to make it there I just like and it's so funny because like <laughs> this trip was for my man's birthday and I'm crying because we're not there yet <laughs> but you know we definitely made the most of it that night me and my man we love Miami we love it we make jokes that we're gonna move there I doubt it I doubt we're going to do that. Well, I don't know. We'll see. Um, but we love Miami. And it was, it turned out to be a good night. We couldn't stop thinking that, oh, we could have been in Aruba by now. Um, and then even the next day, all that other extra shit we dealt with, like, it was a lot. But again, guys, the moment we finally swiped that room key on that room, entered in that crispy, cold hotel room vibes opened the sliding doors to our balcony and we saw the ocean and the palm trees and the warm Caribbean air. We just like unpacked, made that hotel room into our little home for the next five days, changed into our bathing suits. And we were just like, we are ready to fucking go. First night, we got so lit, so fucking lit. I had shots of tequila. We smoked hookah. First of all, I can't smoke, don't know how, don't care to. I've never really been into it anyway. Um, Low-key, like, jealous of girls who could smoke hookah and look cute doing it, you know, like doing the whole air thing. But I do that and I start coughing aggressively and disgustingly. Like, you would think that I'm going to vomit. Like, it's embarrassing. Like, I don't smoke weed. I, I don't like it. People are just like, ooh. You just haven't smoked with the right person. No, bitch. I just don't know how to do it and I don't like it. So don't fucking shame me. Thank you. Done. But yeah, guys. Oh my God. 
trip was amazing, okay? When I tell you my skin came back feeling toasty and warm from the sun every day, like I was, I was cute cappuccino all day, frizzy hair and all. And let me tell you something. When I go on vacation, I'm the kind of traveler or the kind of person, I'm like very bougie. Not bougie, like I don't like to do anything, but like, you know, when, when I'm on vacation, I like to do the dinner reservations and I want to have enough time to do my makeup and my hair and, you know, wear the glistening lotion that enhances my tan and put the coconut spray and, you know what I mean? Like, I like to feel like, yeah, I'm on vacation. I'm, I'm living it up. And when it comes to water, I am literally a cat in water. I don't like the water. I love marveling at the ocean. I love being by poolside. But when it comes to getting in the water, I'm not really into it. I don't like what it does to my hair. I'm afraid of sharks. I'm not into it. Mm. But this vacation, this time, I didn't give a fuck. I didn't care what the salt water did to my hair. I attempted backflips at the pool, swam in the ocean, I ate nachos by the beach, hair frizzy and all, I didn't give a fuck what I looked like, my man loves me, we're vacationing, we're fuck, we're having fun, I'm thriving, bitch, those pictures you saw on Instagram with me in a bikini, yeah, like I've told everyone, those pictures were taken in the morning, okay, in the morning while my stomach was still flat, because by the end of the day, I was puffy and bloated and chubby from all the fucking alcohol and food that I was eating, a bitch did not care, okay, I was having so much fun, so much fun. We went gambling. We went by the beach. We jet ski. We did water excursions. We had dinner. We had some tacos. Oh yeah, there was like one night where I was craving tacos. I love tacos. I'm not like a hoe for it, but a bitch could throw down on some. And we found this one taco spot down like the main street. It was called Craft and Lola's. And I'm not going to lie, the tacos were kind of expensive in the sense that we paid like, I'm not kidding, like $90. I'm not, I'm not joking. Like our check was $90 for two margaritas, two shots of tequila, and maybe like three or four orders of tacos, but the tacos only came with two each. And it sounds like a lot, but for example, we had one. Okay. So I ordered these lobster tacos, right? In a corn tortilla, which they made in house, which was kind of interesting because they were like homemade, right? And the lobster tacos were sauteed in Hennessy infused butter. Yes, bitch. Hennessy infused butter sauteed in lobster in a homemade corn tortilla. Bitch. That shit was good. Okay. I had me some carne asada tacos. They had some hot sauce on there. That was amazing. We had one taco called the crunchy octopus where it had like octopus pieces that were breaded and fried. I know it sounds crazy, but I'll try anything once and that shit was bomb but yeah them shits were man expensive too we did that we did a couple's massage by the ocean oh my god let me tell you something aruba they use american currency and they do that because the value of money is actually kind of the same so there were some things that were sort of like the same prices like for example like the tacos in that one spot like that's the kind of check that I would pay for like in Orlando if I were to go to like a bougie, you know, restaurant and order tapas items. So like that was kind of annoying, but like it doesn't surprise me either because it's all touristic. But our hotel offered couples massages by the ocean, right? And it was something that I knew that I wanted to do for Arnaldo, especially for his birthday. So I went to concierge. I you know, I wanted to make the appointment. They put me on the phone with the office and I like just briefly asked like, yeah, a couple's massage by the ocean. They had like a little area secluded for just that where you can hear the ocean. It was still pretty private. Um, if you're interested in wanting to know what that looked like, I put it on my highlights in the Aruba highlights on my Instagram story. So you could check that out. And yeah, she just pretty much told me that it would be $112 per person, which that's what like, 224 as for a couple's massage which typically is not that it's not that bad um a lot of the couple's massages that are offered here in orlando are mostly in resorts or like in bougie hotels and those are starting at like 300 plus gratuity so to hear that it would only be about over 200 dollars seemed pretty affordable and i was prepared to pay for it too and because we were all inclusive we were given um like this coupon uh, that would give us like $75 off. So I was like, okay, yeah, like I'll just apply the coupon. I'll be able to leave an extra great tip. Like we're good to go. 
we check into our couple's massage and it was amazing. Oh my God, that lady, she hit all pressure points, all points of my body. It was so fucking relaxing. Like Arnaldo was so relaxed. He fell asleep maybe three times and then woke himself up because he was snoring so loud. I just block it out. I don't care. But he, I know he enjoyed it a lot. So we were finished. We changed back into our clothes, went back into the front to pay the fee. And she's like, oh, okay, that'll be $160. So I'm like, oh, perfect. Me thinking that she's already applied the $75 coupon. So I go in my purse and I'm like, oh, do you need the 75? I was like, oh, do you need the coupon? Like for record? And she goes, oh, you have the coupon? And I'm like, yeah. And she goes, yeah, let me get that so I can write down the information. Writes down the information. She goes, okay, that'll be $85. I'm like, what? $85 per person? She goes, no, together. And I'm like, uh, $85 for both of us for that hour by the ocean, what you just did to our bodies, $85? And she's like, yeah, $85. So I'm like, holy shit. Like, I love you, Aruba. What is up? Like, yo, I left that lady a $50 tip. I was like, mama thank you. She was like, thank you. Like, I was just so happy about it. Like, super nice, super nice. Everything about it. The food was amazing. We definitely got our money's worth on that all-inclusive. We definitely left a few extra tip cash tip. Because the thing is, like, in an all-inclusive resort, the gratuity is also included. But obviously, if you're in the industry, you know that if you, you know, leave a little extra extra to the bartender, they'll make sure to pay very high attention to you on the low low in which our bartender did his name was edward holler at you edward go see him at the holiday inn aruba all-inclusive resort at the sea breeze bar okay okay and yeah yo it was like we would order a shot order our drink and then he would serve us like three more shots before we would walk away from the bar like it was like that the hotel had like five restaurants on property so we always had a different place to eat every day they had an italian restaurant and then like an american cuisine restaurant they had a little pizza area um yeah it was just amazing the water was so blue like being out there it truly <laughs> it's so funny because when we came back i wanted to see pirates of the caribbean i don't know why I've been on this thing where like now I just want to watch Pirates of the Caribbean because I guess after being in the Caribbean, I was like, oh, my God, this water, these boats, the fish, the seafood, the hospitality, the everything. It was just amazing. People were so friendly. We made friends everywhere we went, even friends with people that were on the resort. And a few people did ask me if the resort we stood at was a family friendly resort. And it most definitely was, which was kind of cool. We did sneak into other resorts on the Strip, um, whether it was going to their pool bar or going to their casino or just going to their bars in general. Like, it was super nice, super easy. We ended up going to Flamingo Beach Island, so I got a few pictures with some flamingos, which was pretty cool. We went snorkeling, jet skiing. Um, Arnaldo did, like, this waterboarding thing. Um, yeah, we just had an all-around great time. And I felt great. I felt sexy. I felt relaxed. We had so much fun. Like, a lot of people, like, they always say, like, you don't really get to know a person until you live with them or until you, like, travel with them. And I think when me and Arnaldo first started dating, no lie, I think after three weeks of us dating, we took a trip to Cuba together. That was our first ever trip. And I remember, like, we were freshly dating we go to Cuba together to this third world country and we go out there for five days and we had the best time. And I feel like after that first trip going with him, I realized very quickly that he would be the best travel buddy ever. We never fight. We always want to do the same things. Sure, there are moments where I'm like, I'm really tired. I want to lay on the beach and he wants to swim in the ocean. Like, sure, there's going to be like little moments in the vacation where one person wants to do the other. But for the most part, we're always on the same wavelength. And I think that's just what makes our trips so much fun. Um, he's just the best. He's the best to travel with. And we just had a great time. He felt that he had a successful 30th birthday. He's so excited for this new chapter in his life. This has sparked like my travel bug to the highest limit because even when things were starting to slowly open up again 
me and Arnaldo were like, we need to travel. Like we were like itching for new experiences. And I remember that's when we went to Nashville, um, Atlanta, Boston, New York. I went to Arizona with my mom. So, you know, we were traveling a lot domestically, but traveling internationally was something that we were like, like we were ready to do. So to be able to do it for his birthday just felt so rewarding and fulfilling. And it was just all around super amazing. And it kind of makes me think that in order for us to have such an amazing trip, we almost had to go through the bad. You know, it's kind of like that saying, like, you got to go through the rain to enjoy the rainbow or the storm to enjoy the rainbow, which just sounds so cliche. But after all that bullshit we went through, just getting to Aruba, you best believe we were going to make the most of the trip. And we did. And it turned out to be amazing. The only thing I will have to say is leaving Aruba, we did have to pay $100 to do an addition, like to do another PCR test because it was mandatory, which, you know, and to get back home, you're willing to pay anything, you know, like you want to go back home. So even if it were going to be $50, $100, you're going to pay for it. But it was something that we weren't aware of. Like we knew that the resort offered the PCR test, but we didn't realize we had to pay for it. So that was annoying. Um, because it was like, oh, we have to go on this part of the the resort to do the PCR test. And when we get there, they're like, oh, it's $100. And it's like, Jesus, did not realize we had to pay that much money. But we did. And that was it. So for those who are questioning whether or not they should travel during COVID times or if Aruba is a safe place, I truly believe that it is. Everywhere we went, we're very strict on wearing masks. Um, taking temperatures. They had PCR tests that you can take almost everywhere on the island. Um, the hospitality was amazing. I never felt at all at danger or unsafe. It was an amazing time. Um, all I would just recommend is just make sure you're very prepared, you do your research, and that you bring that extra cash with you so that in case you have to take another PCR test that you have the money for it. I mean, we had the money for it. It's just something you don't expect. Like you're spending all this money already on vacation only to realize you have to drop $100 on a fucking test that you didn't even have to pay for in your own country. So like, just like little things like that. But it's all good. It turned out to be an amazing trip and I would totally go again. Will we go again soon? Maybe not. There's like a hundred other places we want to visit to. But if you are considering going to Aruba, yo, do it, do it, do it, do it. But that was my trip to Aruba. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I think it's going to be a long one. So I apologize in advance. I hope you've made it this far. <laughs> I love you guys. Stay tuned every Monday's new episodes. I love you and I'll see you next time. Thank you.